Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Joe here speaking. Um, this week's episode, just like a couple weeks ago when we did the Bring Your Own Topic episode, we ran over our time. Not that we have a designated time for episodes, it's just we like to keep it short and sweet for you guys, but this week's episode was too big, and I just want to let you guys know that we split it up into two, just like I did a couple weeks ago. So um, enjoy this episode about the uh, Cecil Hotel, guys. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Is This Real? As usual, I'm your host, Joe. I got the th- my three amigos with me. I got Dad. What up? Eric. Ryu West. And I got Roadblock. Hey, yo, yo. So, on this week's episode, gentlemen, we are piggybacking off of the big Netflix documentary that just came out. Why the fuck not? Because, you know, could help our uh, our viewing or ratings. For these, not viewings, uh, listenings. That's not a word. But either way, <laughs> it could help. English is not our special. No, it's not. It could help our, uh, you know, downloads. That's the word I wanted. Now you got it. Yeah. So this week's episode we're doing, it's it's a two-part. It's not really a two-part. They, like, are one in the same. It is the mystery of the Cecil Hotel and what the fuck happened to Elisa Lamb. Good question. I don't have a fucking clue. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's she a, was obviously killed. That's a very difficult uh, question. Yeah, that's I can't say that for sure. There's definitely some things, but um, I guess to fill in our viewers for those who haven't seen the Netflix spoiler alert. Special, well, no, but <laughs> just to fill in to give people a history of the building for those who haven't seen the special um, or just don't know anything about it, like me as of three days ago (laughs) word i didn't know what the hell we were gonna do until like that day yeah so uh all right ladies and gentlemen the cecil hotel is in los angeles downtown and it is a building that was built in 1924 uh by three hoteliers if i said that right william banks uh hanner charles l dix and robert h shops i'll be honest i thought that said hostelers when I Hotel first read years. it, Hotel the Years. Oh, God, Miss Walker would not be. Your English. Yo, shut up. Offends Ms. me sometimes. Miss Walker, <laughs> what did you do to him? My English offends me sometimes. Okay, anyway, it was uh, it's a destination for business travelers and tourists, or at least that's the original uh, purpose, designed by Loy Lester Smith in the Bew. I don't know if I'm saying it right. The Bew Arts style, and it was constructed by W.W. Patton. Uh, for actually, this is something I heard also in the special on the video was that the hotel actually cost even back then in 1924, 1.5 million 
to complete the building. Mm. That's a lot. And they of money. invested two point five. Yeah, it, that's a lot, even yeah. for back from nineteen twenty four. That's probably about five hundred. That, that's million a nice now. hotel. I mean, look for the you know the pictures I saw with the you know when the entrance and the foyer and everything. It really looks you know with the Art Deco. It looks really really nice. No, which then, pictures are you looking at, though? The ones from the 1920s well, or current? Well, you know, that's, well, no, that's, that's a good question. It has, has to be the 1920s because, you know. No, the, the cur- if you look at the pictures of the current hotel, when you walk into the lobby, yes, it's it looks grandiose. It looks really nice. It looks like a five-star hotel. Mm. It's just once you get past the lobby, that's you what I heard, step yeah. into, like, 1984. Not even 1984 or 1970s, like Brooklyn. Those rooms look like shit. Yeah, they actually well, look like a, a tenement. They really do. I well, mean, they, if you look at, well, I mean, if you listen to what they say, that room, those, that hotel is more for like tourists and travelers coming from who who don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really so cheap. It it's a, video, I think it's like were, what eighty five dollars a night or I think something it was 80, like that. Eighty nine. Yeah, eighty is eighty nine dollars a night. A night you can't beat that for downtown Los Angeles. Los Angeles, right. like, yes, it's can. really yes, you cheap. can. You got all them homeless people. You could definitely find. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is located in. Well, that's the downside. Skid Row. Yeah, that's the downside. It's a really good big. Looks like a good big hotel, but welcome unfortunately- everyone to Eric's tent city here under the fucking bridge. <laughs> yes, I'm your host, Eric. Raw you, by the way, and we have we have a one person tent, a two person tent, and a three person tent. Bathing is optional, and you can take a shit around the corner. <laughs> well, the, seventy four dollars a night, and the great part is there's taco trucks everywhere. <laughs> oh my the, god! The, the okay. fucked up part about that it's oh my god. when you when you listen to um, you know that documentary, they said one part that really disturbed me <laughs> about what she was saying is that. When you log into your room or get to your room, there's um, what community bathroom and shower. Yeah, shared. Uh, sometimes there's uh, sounds, like pr- that that. sounds like prison. Yeah, sometimes the same sex. Yeah, yeah. It's not. There, you don't have your own personal bathing or shower in some for eighty five dollars a night. <laughs> that makes yeah, a lot of why. that makes a lot of sense. You know. <laughs> I went to a lot. Days in for $49 a month or two months ago, and, you know, I got a shower, I got a shitter, I, you know, running water. <laughs> what about when we were, hold on. about Los Angeles. What about when we were going to Florida? $85 a night? $35 a night? Uh, I'm not going to mention the hotel $25 chain. a night? Yeah, we paid $19 We pay night. you to sleep here? Right. We, yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, because my wife and her, and her mathematical skills were wonderful, saving the money to get back to fucking Jersey from Florida. You know, what do we, what do we, what do we have, honey, and the kitty? Well, we have about 85 bucks. Well, wait a minute. We have to stop and sleep. And now, then mind we have- you, we're in South Carolina. Oh, well, actually, we were in Florida. We were stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Like, I'm not going here. But anyway, yeah, that was the one of the worst fucking hotel. But even that hotel at $19, once they turned the electric on, it was great. Oh, God. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I remember the electric went off. Oh, look, someone got it in Ward 3. Okay, moving on. A little bit more facts. Got you. Okay, a little more facts. It was a grand hotel. million was. Before the crack. But unfortunately, <laughs> within five years of its opening, the United States sank into the Great Depression. That sucks. That sounds like my last week, the Great Depression. Oh, jeez. sucks so much. So basically what you're telling me, this was built as a, a hotel for um, well, the rich. It was, it was yeah. built next to the train tracks. 
Okay, so people coming in, staying there. The Cecil, uh, was it Cecil Station, I believe it was. Yeah, or something yeah so, like they, that. so people are actually coming to this hotel, staying there, you, you know, and it was a, I guess at the time, 19, what, 27, 28? 20, yeah. I, I guess at the time this was supposed to be Before a great luxury right. hotel, but unfortunately the Depression hit, caused it basically, not to fail because obviously it's still there and still raking in money, but because of the Depression and since then, mm-hmm. It basically created the slums that are there, which now, is Skid Row. As now, let me ask it. you this: one. I read somewhere where um, the first couple of years were like really bad for suicides. You well, know, yeah, a the, lot of suicides that were taking I'll, place there. Yeah, I think yeah. the first one was like what? The, the, I'll get. I, I'm going to read the entire like list of the occurrences that happened there. Mm. All right, well, what is, uh, let Josh finish up what he's doing. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I'll let him finish what, but there's an entire list I want to yes, get through. When Josh, when Josh gives you that litany like that, you, it's like EF Hutton. You got to stop and listen because he's got that voice. I guess if you want to say that. I'm going to call you Boomer from now on, but go ahead, Boom. Right. <laughs> um, so that was basically so uh, what happened. The Great Depression ended up causing so much uh, homelessness. Uh, one of the facts actually says as many as 10,000 homeless people lived within a four-mile radius by the 1950s alone. Eric, you can open up number two. Bro, I would have made a killing out there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Well, you Eric's know, under the bridge soiree. Well, you know what? I can well, you make know your what? logo. I can't even, I can't even say I'd, I'd make a killing. Those people was killing each other back then. Oh, shit. oh wait a oh, minute. Hold on. God. That was room service. They have oh to kill each other God. for their food. Room service. There you go. Listen, listen, listen. Tent service. Listen. Any dis- disclaimer right now, bro? We are raunchy as fuck out here. This is a this is a podcast where we speak our minds and we just try to have a good time. So sometimes a little comedy gets thrown involved. So you little piss ass motherfuckers with some sensitive ass ears just gotta fucking accept it. It's and comedy. We lost all of our followers in the United Eric, States. Eric, what in the blue hell are you rambling on about right now? <laughs> The preceding message was brought to you by Eric, the king of the slums. He now has four locations all through, through Los Angeles. Some with running water, some with running people. Thank you for running your... people. That's oh what it is. God. It's running people. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Go on, Josh. <laughs> okay, that was by the 1950s. Ten thousand homeless people lived within a four-mile radius, which is one of the other reasons why it's called Skid Row. It's legit a slum area. Um, even from and all the, the people video. there are shit. Now nah, they said. Nah, I saw a lot of blocks though. They said it was like what fifty six blocks. Yeah, yeah. Increase uh, just the regular stats from like when it started back then. As of right now, in twenty twenty one, yeah, it's about a fifty six block radius. That's Jesus Christ, um, that's that's a whole fucking city. That whole town. That's yeah. a whole neighborhood. That's a whole neighborhood. That's, oh, da- yeah. that's basically downtown, that, from what I understand. Yeah, that's basically from that. To put it into perspective, you'd be like from Totowa, from uh, right where Totowa meets Patterson to like Riverside. Essentially, yeah. Holy shit! Of yeah. just useless people. Well, not useless. They're down on a luck. I mean, let's calm ourselves down here. Yeah, because you, you know, because you know, a lot of them, from what the from from what the documentary was saying, and uh, a lot of I don't, them I don't know shit. A lot, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people, criminals. a lot of a lot of people just criminals. Hey man, I'm one unemployment check from being one away from being one of the motherfuckers. Hey man, you just gotta make you just <laughs> so gotta, chill listen, out. Listen, listen. The only thing that'll make that complete is that you have to hop in a boxcar with a fucking skip with with a fucking stick and a rag behind <laughs> you and just call say you that skip, I'm going. Bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting going, on my I'm blanket going, over here, I'm man. I'm going to Skid Row, and that's it. All right, Eric. Last bit, so we can move on to stuff. 
couple notes. Uh, in 2007, a portion of the hotel was refurbished after new owners took over. Uh, in 2011, the Cecil Hotel was rebranded as Stay on Main. Stay on Main. Um, however, its official website is actually still the Cecil Hotel dot com. Um, and does this say who the did this, did it say who the the new owners are? Well, it said. Well, I don't know who the new ones were, but it says in 2014 the whole the hotel was sold to the New York City hotelier Richard Bourne for 30 million. Wow. Jason Bourne. Uh, after which, New York-based firm Simon Baron Development acquired a 99. God uh, acquired a 99-year ground lease on the property. The fuck? Oh. Why would you want to do that? That's a lot. Ah, no, no that's, a, that's, that's a long-ass time, man, because think about it. Think, just just thinking for the future. Who knows what the hell's going to happen in 100 years? So basically what happened at that point is you got a ground lease. It's just like they got it to be at, at some of the places down the shore. Any title property, what happens is you have to – you don't own the land. You own your house, but you don't own the land. And those leases, you have to pay rent. To the leaseholders, and they make a lot of money doing that. So whoever owns a, you can own the building. Oh, so they could turn around and just knock down the hotel. At, well, no, they, they can't, to. but they can demand. You know, look, you got to pay in full, so they put a lien on a hotel. And more, more rent, more, more, more rent for the room or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just little stuff like that. They got there are people the that are yeah. there are people that are literally like living there. Well, no, I know that. I don't know what the point of that for would be 99 years because as of. February 2017, the Los Angeles City Council voted to deem the uh, the Cecil a historic cultural monument. So, all right, I don't know if you would actually call it that. But how the fuck do you? I do? Come know. on, I, I would not. How, how do you do something like that? I mean, the, the thing is that suicides, murder, rape, disappearing uh, women. Okay, what they they found uh, a Lisa Lamb uh, in, in, in the tank on the, on the top, right? On the, the roof. Top, yep. Okay, but it's and a we'll landmark. Get, we'll get into that. Oh, come on. Well, what was it? Typical. What, Richard Ramirez used yeah. to stay there a lot. All right, so this is the actual, I don't know, are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just reading the Okay, yeah. so this is the actual list of deaths and violences at the Cecil Hotel, beginning with. <laughs> That's a nice segue. There we go. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done reading facts. Okay, suicides. The professionalism on this show is amazing. I love it. Don't you just love it? Are you fucking done? Um, Stop reading. So the time, it has an actual timeline here. So on the evening of January 22nd, 1927, Percy Orman Cook, 52, shot himself in the head while inside his hotel room after failing to reconcile with his wife and child. Although the Times reported that he was rushed to the hospital uh, with a slim chance of survival, death records reveal that he died the same evening. That's one. Now that's a suicide. So that was the first one? That was the first one in 1927. So on. November 19th, 1931, Manhattan Beach resident W.K. Norton, 46, was found in his room was found dead in his room after ingesting poison capsules. A week prior, he had checked into the Cecil under the name James Willies from Chicago. So that's two suicides. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams? Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. 
That's in the same. No, no, no. The, the, no, this is 30, uh, yeah, four years later. Now, a year later, uh, not even, 11 months later, uh, in September 1932, a maid found Benjamin Dodich, 25, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He did not leave a suicide note. So, so that's three suicides in a span of what? It opened in 24? Five years. Five years. In a span of... Five years. Five years, yeah, but since this, the, since the, the thing seven, opened, oh, yeah, yeah, seven years since it opened, it's three suicides already. That's a short time. Uh, that's pretty fucked up because then he, you got to start questioning what what's wrong with this place. Yeah. So in late, this is uh, the next one. In late uh, July 1934, former Army Medical Corps Sergeant Lewis D. Borden, 53, was found dead in his room in at the Cecil. He had his th- uh, he had slashed his throat. With a razor, Borden left several notes, one which uh, cited poor health as the reason for his suicide. So that's four in a span of 13 years. Uh, The next one, in January 1938, United States Marine Corps Fireman Roy Roy Thompson, 35, jumped from the Cecil's top floor and was found dead in the skylight of a neighboring building. He had been staying at the Cecil for several weeks. This so that's this, this, six this, now. That's way too much for me. That's way too much. In May 1939, Navy officer. Now that's three straight, like, War, uh, army veterans. people, veterans. Yeah. Okay. Navy officer Irwin, Irwin C. Neblet, 39, was found dead in his hotel room after ingesting poison. What year was this one? This is 39. So you're talking from 39, from 24 to 39, there was seven suicides. But it's the second one by poison, right? Second one by poison. Okay. So those those war veterans, uh, was the U.S. was the U.S. in World War One? World War One, yes. We were in the first World War. Yeah, but that was 1917. So you're talking like 20 years. Yeah, it was done by 1922. Yeah, 21, 22, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, you never know, man. Some of those people could have been <laughs> shell shocked. Shell shocked. True. I mean, it's um, fucked up, but yeah, that's true. In January 1940, teacher Dorothy Seeger, 45, ingested poison while staying at the Cecil and was reported by the L.A. Times to be near death. No further reports were published about her condition. Her death is listed at January 12, 1940 from com. There's an actual website called findadeath.com. <laughs> okay. Almost as so that's bad. now three That's from almost poison. as bad as the other website. Was it Room, room Spook? It actually tracks <laughs> and, the hotel deaths. Is anybody questioning any of this? Is this going on or is this just uh, I have not read anything from that. Like You would have to find the police reports and stuff like that. But uh, in September of 1944, Dorothy Jean Purcell, 19, was sharing a room with her at the Cecil with her boyfriend, shoe salesman Ben Levine. 38. Purcell, who had apparently been aware that she was pregnant, went into labor. She later testified that she did not want to disrupt the sleeping Levine, so she went to the bathroom where she gave birth to a baby boy. Thinking the baby was dead, she threw him out of the window and he landed on the roof of the adjacent building. Purcell was charged with murder. Three psychiatrists, known as the alienists, testified she was mentally confused at the time of the incident. In January 1945, she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Now, I'm starting to believe, now, other than the ones for poison, you said four for poisoning? Three. Three, Three for, for poisoning. poisoning. You know, what if there was something... There's something supernatural going on there. Well, you, you know, that's also a thing, but I'm, I'm where I'm you going... Know, that's I, only half the list now. 
I'm just wondering that maybe if there's something that's, that's, that's just suicides or people that have died. Yeah, right? I mean, this is mur- the, this is our first murder one, like straight okay, up okay. murder. Yeah, because the other ones have just been suicides. No, what, what if there's something? Does anybody does anybody know if they they check the air filtration system no, in this I, building? Again, I, I don't. I mean, maybe maybe they were they were getting some kind of fucking Legionnaires disease or something. But you're talking about over almost a hundred years now. Yeah, that, that nobody checked this. It's a hundred years, and the air condition is just gonna be bad. I don't know, Joey. Was the air condition? I don't think was air partially I refurbished. I don't uh, think air conditioning you know, was the first a thing. floor and stuff like that. So it's like, has anybody checked into the own the the owners who built the building? Has anybody checked into their background? Did they have say? Uh, I don't know. Switch were, them up, Josh. Was they were, were these guys um, Satanists? Were these guys well, involved in the occult? Let's just put it like this. So far from the list that I'm reading about. You know all the deaths and suicides. Suicides, obviously, there's something mentally wrong there, mm-hmm. and this chick got off on mental illness, insanity. Right. So yeah, it, I mean, like, honest, it, like there's honestly, something from, messing from, with like, somebody's heads. From from so what, far, you know. From what I was thinking with that one, that's just like that one. I could kind of see how the insanity thing would work because it's just like she really just like said, "I'm not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna wake my sleeping boyfriend." So I'm just gonna give birth in and the then eat my baby off the bill out of the window. Bathroom. Not to make a joke, not to make a light and out of a eating. Yeah, baby. well, like obviously, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make. It's all fucked up, like all this shit. But like, yeah. All right. So in November 1947, Robert Smith died after jumping from one of Cecil's seventh floor windows. That's another suicide. So that's what eight suicides now, one mm-hmm. murder. Uh, on October 22nd, 1954, San Francisco stationary firm employee Helen Gurney, 55, jumped from the window of her seventh floor room and landed on the top of Cecil's marquee. One week prior, she had registered under the name she had registered at the hotel under the name Margaret Brown. So now that's two jumping out of the seventh floor. So that's ten suicides. Eight, uh, nine suicides, nine or ten. Yeah, 10 suicides, one murder. Um, on February 11th, 1962, Julia Frances Moore, 50, jumped from the window of her 8th floor, floor window and landed in the second floor station, uh, the second story uh, interior light well. She did not leave a suicide note. Among her possessions were a bus ticket from St. Louis, 59 cents in change, and an Illinois bank book showing a balance of $1,800. Or around fifteen thousand five hundred adjust uh, dollars adjusted for inflation. Uh, yeah, there's something. So that, that's eleven there's, suicides. There's something. And you're talking now. I think four from jumping from the seventh floor above. Yeah, there's just something not right there. Uh, it's got to be. It has to be based somewhere along the line and. And and you know and in some kind of supernatural thing to make I people think, want to drive themselves to kill themselves. Maybe like the like maybe like the suicide forest. Well, there's a couple more. It might up be shit, as time so. went on, people figured, well, this is the place to do it. Let's do it here. Uh, so on October twelfth, nineteen sixty-two. Now this is uh, February eleventh, so October. That's eight months later. Pauline Otten. 27 jumped from the floor of her ninth floor room after an argument with her estranged husband, Dewey. He had left the room prior to Otten's suicide. Otten landed on a pedestrian, George Gianni, 65, killing them both instantly. As there were no witnesses, police initially thought Otten and Gianni committed suicide together. 
However, it was soon determined that Gianni had his hands in his pockets at the time of the death, and he was still wearing shoes. Had he jumped, his shoes would have likely fallen off due to, during the fall or upon impact, and his hands would have not been in his... So that's another suicide jump. So that's, a, that's 12 suicides, four from jumping. Uh, on June 4th, 1964, hotel worker... Uh, discovered Pigeon Goldie Osgood, a retired telephone operator, dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, and beaten, and her room was ransacked. Osgood <clears throat> was a well known was well known around the area and had earned the nickname because she fed birds nearby Pershing Square. Oh yeah, they mentioned that one in the documentary. <laughs> Near her body was the Los Angeles Dodgers cap she always wore and a paper sack full of uh, bird seed. Hours after her murder, uh, Jocks B. Ellinger, 29, was seen walking through Pershing Square in bloodstained clothing. He was arrested and charged with Osgood's murder, but was later cleared of the crime. The murder remains unsolved. So what do you what, so far? What, what that, are you leaning that, now to? That, now that one's a little iffy. Like what the fuck? So he was walking around with bloodstained with a bloodstained shirt, and like he got off with that. Well, if at the time you're talking, this is 1964. They don't have forensics. That's that's very true. And you can't prove like obviously if if you have to prove that it's her blood. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And you can't have, really. Has like, there been any current investigations as to what went on? I know. I know. Josh, I know. Josh, Josh Gates went there. Not Josh Gates. No. Uh, yeah, the guy from uh, Zach, uh, Zach. Zach Gates uh, or whatever. Zach. Zach. Uh, Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins went there, and they did a whole thing. But I haven't seen that yet, so I don't know what they. I haven't either. Found and right found. So I'm. I'm. I'm leaning towards the fact that with all this death, and that's only up to what 64, 65? 64. Okay, I'm leaning towards that. Maybe you know. Maybe it started out as. Something you know, these people kill themselves, but it's like you know, Eric just said the suicide forest that didn't just start with everybody killing themselves. It be- gradually Become, built up over time. Becomes a breeding ground for 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 negativity and darkness yeah, and all exactly. that. Exactly, and, de- and, and death just, specifically. So all that, all no, that, you're, all you're that, still all that. Sixty-four. Le- that's fifty years ago. All that leads into like what, like spirits wandering around and stuff. Oh, like that, that definitely all, draws spirits. Or just like I mean, all that, just that, they yeah. all have they all heavily stayed there because you know, like that's where all their violent and don't stuff forget happened. To, don't At f- least just like if you like how you just said, if you believe it, if you believe in sort of stuff. Like yeah, that. believe. You got also you got a place that's like what three towers? I think it is. That, 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 it's like seventeen stories. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's, what four hundred rooms? Something like there's that. There's a lot of there's a Actually, lot of places. It's a little mixed because, at least in because of the fact of maybe I just saw it, but it's like I read something where for some reason it said originally you only had like two hundred and ninety nine rooms, but in the documentary the girl said six hundred. Well, and it says it's now, nineteen floors. Yeah, and now I'm looking at some more uh, info. It says it's 19 floor hotel and has 700 guest rooms. Holy shit! So yeah. I don't think they could have been adding get... if they did renovations. Well, if they only really renovated the uh, the, the lobby, lobby. yeah, yeah you know, it's, really... it's hard to add unless you're going to build onto floors. It's hard to add yeah, more they, rooms. Yeah, up, you know, yeah. you have to build up, and I don't think they were doing that. But there's a lot of things. Number one, you got to find out. There's definitely going to be some kind of supernatural, uh, dark um, energy in that building. When, when you have this many deaths, you're going to have that. Now, well, I can tell you something supernatural real quick. Yeah, I haven't found a single piece of 
info on any of the three holders, uh, original hoteliers. See that? I just punch it into like Google and I didn't see a single result. Well, don't, don't, result... don't punch it in. Don't punch it in in Google. Go go to somewhere else. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. Google. But I like you know. I, you Google know. knows. Go, go, and go that's strange in its own right because but if not even guys... on Google. It like I couldn't. The closest thing I saw was William Banks Hanner, but that's actually not. The one from 1924. It's right. someone that's current who's a these guys fashion have money, designer. so they're going to be out there somewhere. Somewhere's mm. well, they're some, they're a family. They're family. Somewhere along the line, there's been they've done something. Now maybe they brought this when they built it. Maybe you know a couple of people, uh, you know, just killed themselves from the building, and then the dark energy took over. And that's you know, don't forget in a place this size. Okay, there's a Huge. lot of places for these fucking spirits and the energy to manifest itself. And to hide, you you know, if you want to draw it out, say say you like in a house, you want to draw out, you know, the house has got a demon in it. There's only so many rooms you can go in, yeah. and eventually you're going to get rid of the demon if you so do it the right way or whatever. But in a situation like this, you know, when it attracts guys like Richard Ramirez, that fucking guy was a devil worshiping well jerk off. Let's uh, continue with our, our story then, because it gets to that. Uh, on December 20th, 20th, 1975, a still to this day unidentified woman, approximately 23 years old, jumped from her 12th floor window onto the Cecil's second floor roof. She had registered at the hotel on December 16th under the name of Allison Lowell and was staying there in room 327. Uh, and then in 1985, serial killer Richard Ramirez begins his stay at the hotel. In 1991, serial killer Jack... Unterweger becomes a resident. Uh, on September 1st, 1992, the body of an African-American man was found in the alley behind the Cecil. Police said he had either fallen, jumped, or been pushed out of the hotel's 15th floor. Very vague. It's one of the three. He didn't float there. What year was that one? Uh, 1992. Okay. I was going to say. The 20 to 30-year-old man has never been identified. Uh, and then this is the one that we, you know, everybody, we, we got this hotel most known for. On February 19th, 2013, the naked body of Elisa Lamb, a 21-year-old Canadian student, was found inside one of the water supply tanks on the hotel roof. She had gone missing for almost three weeks earlier on uh, January 31st, 2013. Her decomposing body was discovered by a maintenance worker in one of the rooftop water tanks after guests had complained about low water pressure and water that tasted funny. Authorities later ruled Lamb's death as an accidental drowning. Video surveillance footage taken from inside the elevator uh, shortly uh, shortly before her disappearance showed her acting strangely, pressing multiple elevator buttons, hiding in the corner of the elevator, and waving her arms wildly, causing widespread speculation about the cause of her death. After the elevator video was released, Many theories about Lamb's death. Uh, oh, sorry. After the elevator video was released, many theories arose about Lisa Lamb's death. Uh, Elisa Lamb. Uh, she was reported to have bipolar disorder, for which she was prescribed medi- uh, various medications for, which could have contributed to her death as well as her strange behavior in the elevator. However, rumors persist that she died as a result of playing the elevator game. Uh, paranormal urban legend that claims to take the player to another dimension 
I don't know. You know what? It, it, judging from that documentary we saw this afternoon. Oh, we saw about 20 minutes of it. Well, they, it did have her with her. What was that? Not Facebook. What was that? Uh, T- Tumblr. Uh, Tumblr. 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 So it was all her entries. They didn't seem weird to me. It just seemed like a young kid that's going to be on going on an adventure. The problem with you Tumblr, know? though, is that you don't know who follows you on Tumblr. Right. And if you're posting entries like, I'm here now, I'm here now, I'm here now. If some sicko wants to follow you, and as she, as a avid Tumblr poster as she was, somebody could follow her wherever she, because the guy said she left a virtual breadcrumb trail. If you guys enjoyed this, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week for the second part. We definitely enjoyed talking about the Cecil Hotel, and there's a lot more stuff to cover. We didn't forget anything, because I know you guys listen about the CISO Hotel, so please tune in next week.